Okay, so um, speaking to Nicholas Rooney, now he's the filmmaker behind uh, feature documentary The Pillars of Heaven, which has been nominated for two awards at the Nice International Filmmaker Festival this year, our festival. So thanks very much for your time, Nicholas. Um, congratulations with the awards, uh, the award nomination, sorry. Um, so yeah, uh, I've, I've seen, uh, I haven't seen the whole film, I've seen a lot of the film, very powerful film. Um, could you just explain to us the first question, um, now, you had, I think, quite a successful career in, uh, as a diplomat. Um, what the, what happened to, to not only make you decide to make a film, but actually to make this as your very first film? Because it's a huge step for a first-time filmmaker. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me and agreeing to interview me. It's a real pleasure to be nominated for the, the film festival. Thank you. And as I said, I'm very happy to talk to you. Um, sort of speaking directly in response to your question... I mean, as, as I have said throughout the film, and um, I think there's various press items as well, um, I was working briefly as, as a diplomat for the EU at the Organisation for Security and Cooperation in Europe. Mm. And I was working specifically on the Ukraine crisis. And um, at both before it happened, during it, um, the initiation, and the height of it. And it just seemed to me that, frankly, diplomacy particularly at the highest levels, was not really helping this crisis. It was actually, in my view, making it worse. It was just entrenched, entrenched positions, um, the deaf speaking to the deaf, and it became polarised along old Cold War lines again. Um, and I became really disillusioned by this because I always believed that diplomacy is supposed to prevent wars, you know, soothe tensions, um, and uh, I, I didn't feel we were doing that. I mean, maybe I should have taken the long view and looked at the long um, view of how diplomacy works. But um, obviously, I, I'm not that old, um, and uh, I, I wanted to see what I could do, what I could do now. And, and you know, a lot of people didn't really understand the, the conflict, and it wasn't really treated in a very um, unbiased fashion. So I thought, well, what could I do? Mm. Um, and so I decided to make a film about the, uh, the conflict. Um, I mean, I've looked at quite a few films that have been made about the conflict and they either sort of fall down the, you know, pro-Western line and, and sort of quite biased or they go down the Russian line, which is again quite biased. And I tried to, tried to make sort of an epic big film which dealt with the complexity of the crisis, looked at it from a geopolitical, a religious, historical, humanitarian um, angle. Um, and also it was sort of a journey it was a journey for me and I hope, hope the viewers find it as a journey as well and, and was that because um, you're, you're, you're brought in as, as you know diplomatically but is that because of what you actually saw on the ground if that's the right way to describe it or maybe to put it another way what you, you came across I, I guess you were completely um, surprised by you just weren't expecting what, what actually you actually saw and came across um, I mean, I dealt with it by in the, the comfy um, halls of uh, diplomacy in, in Vienna. Um, and when I actually went to the ground to see what was happening for the filming, I was very shocked by what was actually happening on the ground. And there was this huge disparity between what you read in the media, what you're told you know, in, in press briefings and, and diplomatic meetings. Um, and uh, as I said, I, 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 it was very much a journey for me. And I, and I did certainly change my views and, and my perception of what was going on um, during the filming, yeah. And, but what, I mean, it's, it's a big thing to, to go from feeling 
really disillusioned by us to actually make, making a film. I mean, what point did, did someone suggest it or is it an idea you came up with? How did that yeah, actually... I mean, I mean, I've always been interested in films. I've always loved films. Um, and I know the, the impact and power they can have. And, and one of the films which really did inspire me was um, Sergei Loznitz's Maidan, um, which was just dealing with the, um, the Maidan revolution, coup, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, uh, and sort of it was really, really powerful documentary, and I know the power that documentaries can have, and uh, I don't know of a better way to raise awareness of, of the, the conflict. And also, as I said, I was looking to sort of, my goal was to sort of find what could I do which could help maybe bring about peace and improve mutual relations between the West and Russia, and again, raise awareness of this issue. And again, I don't know a better way than making a film, really. And, and what I mean, I can only imagine how difficult this was to, to put together purely because of not just not necessarily because of the subject matter that might have been a problem, um, but actually filming it. Was, was there any? How difficult was that to to, to resolve? Or how how complicated did that become? Well, um, of course, there were certain technical issues. This was my very first film. Um, it was all done in Ukraine by Ukrainian cameramen, sound people. Um, I had a fixer. I mean, I, I do speak Russian, so that helped as well. Um, and uh, obviously for the western parts of Ukraine, they only speak Ukrainian. Mm. And so I had an Ukrainian uh, the fixer who, was, who helped me with the translating as well. Um, but yeah, and we were out there for a couple of weeks shooting. Um, and we, I went out beforehand to sort of meet people and, and find a crew. But uh, no, it was, it was not an easy task. And it was sort of early morning wake-ups and long train journeys and... Uh, <laughs> war zones etc so it was um, a real experience yeah and and e even before you sort of shot the first frame obviously you you were determined to make this film and you'd been a f if you don't mind me saying affected by what you'd come across because of your role but have you during the it was kind of a bit of a stupid question on my part so I'm going to apologize beforehand but did you become even more affected as the shoot went on as I went towards the, the war zone um, and I mean I structured the film like my journey was structured essentially I started off for the Christmas celebrations in the mountains in the Carpathian Mountains and then I slowly went towards the war zone and um, so as you see in the film it was my emotional arc of the film as well becoming sort of quite shocked and amazed at what I was seeing in the war zone um, so yes I was certainly certainly affected by that yeah and uh, is there one in one particular part of the, or scene of the film that was more difficult than, than, than any other? I'm sorry to dwell upon this, but I know it's a very serious subject matter, of course. Um, what, what one part of the film which was more... Yeah, way? that affected you more than... I mean, I suppose I could ask it another way. What was the most difficult part of the shoot in terms of um, uh, the subject matter you were dealing with? services and, and, and during some of the interviews, some of the, the speakers saying some quite touching touching things. And then there were some fun moments, I think, um, you know, playing with the family, living in the, in the Western Carpathian Mountains. Um, that was some nice moments. But then it was, again, it was very tough in the war zone and, and sort of getting access to various areas. That was tough as well. Um, so it was a huge variety of, of different experiences. 
I, I couldn't really pick one. To be honest. <laughs> no, I know it's, it's always a difficult thing yeah. to ask filmmakers. I, th I think more so with documentary filmmakers because when you're dealing with um, um, fictional pieces, you know, films, short films, long films, um, when you ask them th that question, often it's about the whole shooting process. You know, the camera might have broken or something. But it, I think it's much more difficult for films where you, you, you know, this is real life. Frankly, you, you know, you're seeing something on the ground. Um, and so the vision, the vision that you had before you started making this film, um, the, the the ideas that you wanted to have in the film, the the um, the stuff you wanted to show on camera, did it kind of pan out the way, or should I say, is the end result how you hoped it would be, or is it more or less so? Well, I mean, I had certain ideas and visions at the beginning, but obviously with a documentary, I think it was, I don't, I'm not sure if it was Hitchcock who said this, but, you know, in a normal film, the director is God, but in a documentary, God is the director. Um, <laughs> you, you, you can't really know what's going to happen. And, and I wanted to do it in a very observational style. Mm. I mean, I wasn't even planning to have narration at the beginning. Um, but um, I thought narration at the end of the day worked better because I just wanted to sort of watch and see events unfold um, before me. But I think then I needed the context and the sort of uh, international relations, geopolitical explanations as well, historical explanations. Um, and, and of course, uh, things just happened which I didn't know was going to happen, of course. Uh, and in terms of sort of vision and style of the film, I, I was looking very much at Eastern European directors, Tarkovsky, Kislovsky, and uh, Sergei Lovnitsa. Um, and it was combining the, the themes of, of war and peace, love and hate, peace, forgiveness, reconciliation, and sort of exploring these ideas, where they lead to, where they lead to in the diplomatic, religious, historical sense, and also combining these with the beautiful churches, nature, countryside of Ukraine, the people themselves trying to reveal the character of the, of the people and sort of not make it a very academic um, film, but try and breed um, life into the characters who are really suffering from this conflict. I suppose um, the question is, do you, looking back, I mean, I know you, this is a, a real passion project, of course, um, are you ultimately glad that you made the absolute right decision and you're you know because you're, you're leaving a pretty successful career i, I guess um so you know it, it's always different when you're looking looking back at things i know that but overall um are you are you pretty pleased with the decision you make because that must have been a very difficult decision to make and also making the film are, are you sort of pretty pleased with how it all turned out um well i mean i, I was um pleased with what I got in the end, yes, absolutely, and, and it was certainly uh, a, a difficult decision, but, um, you know, I, I, there's always different ways to get diplomatic, diplomatic messages out there, and, uh, you know, it's not necessarily the end of a diplomatic career, no. um, but, uh, and this is something I felt very strongly about, and uh, as I said, the war is still continuing, it's three years on, um, thousands have died, over a million refugees, um, and if I was sort of sitting still in a diplomatic position, I, I would have less sort of freedom to, to speak out about these issues. Yeah, of course. Um, you're, 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 yeah, of course, I understand. Because you have to, I guess, without putting words into your mouth, toe the diplomatic line. There might be a better way to put that, but um, I know you have to be very careful about what you say. Um, how, did you, um, how did you assemble 
the the crew that you needed to or the people to help you make this film how did that all come about and also how long did it from the process of thinking i'm going to make a film to finishing the 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 final cut that you wanted what what was the process there well it was about say a year year and a half um I mean, it was sort of me learning the technical side of actually how to make a film. Yeah. That was sort of my educating myself. And then I, um, at one of the film schools, I met um, someone who recommended a very good fixer he'd used in Ukraine. Mm. And so I went out to Ukraine, I met the fixer. She recommended, um, you know, a cameraman and, and a sound guy. And, and um, it was a few options and I looked at their work um, and I, I just essentially chose the the team which fitted very much with my vision of what I wanted. Um, as I said, it was a low, very low budget film, so I, I, I mean, um, I was limited in, in the budget, and um, I myself did the narration, direction, mm. producing, writing, so yeah. I did a lot myself as well. Uh, but I had a great team, they were very good um, in, in, in Ukraine, um, and uh, obviously the editing was done in Ukraine as well. Yeah. Uh, so it was all done, as I said, I, I did all with local people. Which in, in one way was, was good because they had local knowledge and, and they really knew the, the country well and they were able to help me and uh, guide me. Yeah. Um, but then it was also, I had to be careful because, um, as the film says, the country is very, very split. Uh, and so in some areas, um, they couldn't go. When I went into the war zone, I had to take on a different um, cameraman okay. uh, and fix it because, you know, they were from the western part of Ukraine and, it was a danger for them essentially to, to come into the, the war zone. Um, so there were also these logistical problems as well. And um, look again, looking back, I know you wore all these hats, which I know from talking to lots of filmmakers is a very complicated thing. Um, we, I mean, would you change, I suppose a double barrel question, would you change the, the way you shot the film in terms of making, I don't know, a leaner process? Um, and what did you learn about filmmaking um, or what sticks in your mind about filmmaking uh, again when you look back at the process? Um, I did have a lot of roles but uh, I think this was a very good education because you know I haven't formally been to film school I've done a few short courses mm. um, but I still believe that the very best way to learn is learn by doing mm -hmm. uh, and um, you make mistakes of course you do and you have you, it's good to get an experienced crew that was that was key um, the people I was working with as I said were excellent they were very experienced um, uh, so and that's the thing you do make mistakes um, I would do many things differently next time um, yeah. but uh, you know this is my first film I suppose everyone has to go through that Oh yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely, and it's um, and obviously it's quite long. It's a three-hour film. I'm I'm guessing. Have you got a um, another version of this? Because I, I, I suspect you're looking at ways of getting this out there. But have you? Is that something that's that you're looking at at the moment, or perhaps you've done? Um, I haven't done it yet. No, um, I would be willing, and I'm looking at sort of cutting the film into two or three parts. All right. Um, so so that would sort of deal with the length of it, but. As I said, this was for me very much an odyssey and epic, so I thought the length uh, was sort of um, necessary to some extent. And, and it was, it did actually start off at about almost five hours. Right. So I cut, cut quite a lot of it out. But it was also getting all the complexity and the, the issues in there. Um, it was very difficult to do in, in, in less, in my view. And if I were to cut it, 
I'm not sure it would be the same quality of film, but uh, as I said, I, I have already, um, uh, you know, done various versions of, of two parts and three parts of the film. Now, I asked you what was the most difficult part, you know, but what was, and you touched upon this already, but again, what was the, the truly the best part about making this film? Well, I mean, it's always great to make a film. Uh, the finished product, it was a, a torturous process. As I said, it was a very difficult shoot, um, a difficult edit, and difficult subject matters um, all to get in there. Uh, so, uh, But it was, it was a great feeling once the film was finally cut, it was all ready, um, and to know that I'd actually made a film, that was a, um, a very, very nice moment. <laughs> And now you've made a film. I love asking. I ask this film, uh, this question to, to virtually anyone that's made made a film. But I always think you it's in, you always get interesting answers. Um, now you've done your first film. Would you agree that filmmaking is addictive? It is. It certainly <laughs> is. I completely agree with that. Yes. <laughs> and in what way did it? Not the subject matter uh, so much, but in what way did the actual filmmaking process? What what was it like when you finished the film? I mean, your final cut. This got your final cut. You watched it for the first time, um, not in an editing suite, but with other people around you. What's going through your heart and head? Are they going to get the bits I wanted to get across? I mean, I, you have a vision when you start off with a film, and it's you know, seeing that vision come to life and on the screen. It is it is a magical moment, um, and of course, when you're sitting in an audience with other people watching it. Uh, you know, they, they laugh at certain bits you don't want them to laugh at or, or they sort of uh, walk out or um, there's all sorts of uh, different reactions which you just have no idea what's going to happen essentially. So there is that nervousness and uh, excitement certainly when you screen it. And what kind of reaction have you had? Um, you know, what, what's, yeah, what's, been, what's been the audience reaction in general? Well, um, this will be the world premiere of the film at the Nice Festival. Um, so that would be the first big public screening. Mm. Uh, in terms of sort of smaller uh, family, friends, etc., viewings I've, I've had. Um, obviously, Lent has come up. People have uh, mentioned Lent. Mm. Um, uh, but positively, people found it very interesting, sort of the cinematography and the characters and the music. Um, people have liked it. And what's next? Well, I, I'm, um, I would still do documentaries but I'm, I'm working on a script at the moment uh, adaptation of, of a Tolstoy novel um, which again is a fairly serious matter um, it deals with uh, well death essentially um, and so I'm writing a script of that and, and I'm looking at various other ideas as well so um, I will certainly continue filmmaking well, I'd like to certainly continue filmmaking should I say no, really, really well done. And um, Nicholas, that's it, actually, uh, believe it or not.